Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Wednesday. We are in November! November, November, November! Yeah! It felt like we got through October a little too quickly. I feel like during my old age, um, felt like it was just a pure pit stop in October. But we're out of October, and now we are in November. So, yeah, man, Halloween, uh, great time. Uh, sorry, guys, I've been gone for a couple, uh, almost a week and a half. That's on me. Um, I had to go to Maryland and just go clear my head out, man, and also go watch my nephew do big things on the football field. You already know, killer, killer, chicken dinner. But, no, um, yeah, I got to go watch my nephew play um, football. and uh, My eldest nephew, I'm sorry. Um, and, you know, I'm very proud of him. I'm proud of my whole entire family, man. All the kids. It was nice seeing all the kids. It was nice seeing my brother. Nice seeing, you know, his wife. Um, and then also just being in the mountains. It just, it's a different type of air. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, but it was a very just, it, it just felt, it felt peaceful. But at the same time, it was, I don't know, it calmed my chaotic mind. It allowed me to just think. It allowed me to just breathe finally it actually to tell you the truth me being out for a whole weekend out of texas for a whole weekend what was good about that was it stopped me from doing the same shit i've been doing every single day for about the past six months i've been doing the same thing going to work play the video games go to sleep work video games go to sleep you know stuff like that 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 was literally my whole entire that the sad what sucks was that it was all the same routine it was a routine and i needed to break that routine sometimes you just need to break your routine to get your mind right to understand that everything can't be work everything can't be you know the next hustle you know sometimes you just need to step the fuck back breathe a little bit look at the bigger picture and then jump back in and that's what i needed and i took it and i took it seriously you know, uh, people were calling me. I got calls from work. I'm not answering my phone. It, it, it's not going to happen, especially if it's for work. If it's work numbers, I'm not answering my fucking phone when I'm on vacation. You know, and that's what I needed. I feel like it was very much needed. And I definitely would advise anybody that needs to take this, take their breaks, take a step back and get their shit together. That's all it is. Just get your shit together. So that's where I was at with um for the past week and a half. Um, just getting my mind together, um, just, you know, trying to just calm, you know, just calm, 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 but where you can find the cruise podcast is on Apple podcast, Spotify, and anywhere you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruise podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates of the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast. Also on Twitter at nice town finest. It felt like what was weird about this was that, you know, I've, I, I haven't been out of, out of the state since april i know that doesn't sound like a long time but before april well before february of last year i didn't leave the state of texas for about a year does that sound right no it doesn't sound right yeah it's about a year um and you know i it it, it was it, it's it, it can be draining it can be very draining sometimes i don't even leave like the city of houston and for months you know so it's nice just breaking routine 
and doing something different, getting my mind together, getting rest. Um, and I, like I said, man, it's something I would definitely advise anybody to do. Um, I've came to certain decisions um, that had to be made. And once those decisions have been made and done, um, y'all will know. Uh, definitely new things are coming across the horizon. I'm very excited about it. And I, I'm nervous and excited all at the same fucking time. And why not? You know, that's just the way life is, man. You're supposed to make these tough fucking decisions. And it's time to make one. It's time to... It, the My problem is, is that I took something for money reasons. And that actually hasn't been even more fruitful than I've had in the past. It's crazy, but I've probably made more money at some places than this one. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Like, it feels like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's weird. It's a very weird feeling. And I don't, I, I feel like now I need to, I need to, like I said, man, I had to take a step back and keep moving. Like, it's not worth my, it's not worth the stress anymore. Like, some things are just not worth the stress. The paycheck's not worth the stress of other shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I definitely am happy to uh, to just take that step back, man, and and see what happens. Um, But I watched a lot of TV and movies. <laughs> so one of the TV shows I just started watching all over, uh, started watching is All American. Um, first of all, my, uh, sister-in-law started watching episode one. Like literally I walked into the room, into their living room and she was started watching all American. I was like, Oh, all right, cool. I'm going to sit down and watch it. Um, cause literally had nothing else to do. So I went and started watching it. Of course, you know, episode one, everyone decides to just leave me. And then, uh, six, 12 episodes later, one night in the, in the night, um, I watched 12 episodes of this show. The first night that I started watching it, 12 and almost got through season one. I love this show. It's a great show. It's about Spencer, um, Spencer James, who is a top flight uh, quarterback. I mean, no, top flight, uh, top flight football player um, that had to make a decision between staying in the hood, which is Crenshaw or go to Beverly Hills. Now, this is based on a true story. The true story is the guy, um, his name is Spencer Paysinger. He played for the New York Giants, won a Super Bowl actually with the New York Giants, which is kind of crazy. He played um, about six years in the NFL. You know, he left with a title. You know, that's pretty sweet. You know, it, to see his story play out is pretty cool. You know, um, and also he's in the show. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you have watched the show on season three, the light skinned dude with the hat on, with the beard, that that's the um, he's assistant coach for the team. That's him. Um, this is his story. Well, I, I think it's loosely based on his story. You know, some things are just, you know, all right, cool. But the thing I have a problem with, with hood stories, with with hood stories. Now, this isn't just with all American, all American. It's also with On My Block, too. I don't know if you guys watch On My Block season four, five, four, four. I mean, this final season. How about this? We'll just say this. The final season of On My Block. It feels like every hood story is the same. You you can tell when some, like, a character that was this thug and drug dealers, you can just tell when they're about to die, when they're about to be killed off the show. 
or movie or anything like that. They start to get their shit together. You know what? They have that epiphany moment like, oh, maybe I could be doing this, that, and the third. Oh, man, I got this job. I'm doing this, that. Yeah, you know, I've got my life together. I left the gang. You know, I stopped wearing all my, my gang colors. And then, pow, they get shot by somebody they didn't see, somebody that we don't know, or somebody off camera. They get lit up, and they're dead. And my problem with this is that why does every one of these stories have to end this way? Do they have to end this way? Is my question. Like, why why can't they actually finally finally succeed? This isn't just modern day shit. Look at Don't Be a Menace. I'm, I'm sorry, no, no, no. Menace to society. <laughs> my bad, my bad, Rowan. Menace to society. Kane dies in the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. Happened in 1992. Get the fuck over it. Why in these stories where somebody gets that epiphany moment, do they not survive? Now, there are rules to the streets. There's rules to the hood. Rule number one, the hood and the streets are watching. Rule number two, the hood and the streets never forget. The hood never forgets. You, you do the gang shit. You do all that stuff. But it never forgets. Never forget who the fuck you were. Doesn't forget that you were a demon out in these streets. Doesn't forget that you might have killed, you know, little shoot 'em ups cousin, and he ain't forget that shit. Beef is served cold. It ain't warm, baby. Beef is best served cold. Revenge. I'm sorry, revenge is best served cold. Beef, right? Nah, whatever. Fuck it. When you least expect it, when you think everybody forgot who you were, forgot everything you did, pow, that's when it happens. And that happened on my block, too. And you have that. It, it, what's crazy is he already had his epiphany moment. Okay, so this is going to be a spoiler in three, two, and one. Spooky, big spooky, gets killed, I think, episode five. I cried. I ain't going to lie. I had a little, had a little tear to my eyes. He got his life together. He was about to go to Portland. He had a restaurant ready to rock and roll. He's about to go and get this, get his life together. And then he gets killed by really an unresolved person. They never resolved who killed Spooky, by the way. It really irritated the fuck out of me. Like, nobody spun the block for, for Spooky, even though he was out of the game. What's crazy is, is that all America had the same thing but it was in the first season i won't say who yes i will spoiler alert in three two one sean we all knew we all knew it was gonna be sean we all knew sean had his days were numbered um but he had that epiphany moment he started working for the studio he started doing this that and the third and then all of a sudden he gets shot and in my opinion why can't they survive that why can't it be yo he gets to portland Spooky gets to Portland. Oscar. His name is Oscar, by the way. But, all right, he got to Portland. He's with his baby. His ma, his his wife is about to have a child. Now her child has to live knowing that he's dead. He got shot and killed in front of their home. Why can't we have that story where it is a happy ending? Why does it always have to be a bad fucking ending? This is the problem 
with not just black cinema sometimes, but with Hispanic cinema, with Asian cinema. This happens a lot in cinema, but mostly this happens in minorities like Hispanics and blacks. Now I'm going to stick to my, to the ones I know. But it feels like every time we have that coming of age tale or that, you know, that, that get your life together tale that we have to see the main character or whoever in this case, they got to get killed. And it's not like 90% of the time that gangsters is in the gang, unless you're in Chicago, but it's not, it's, it's not like, oh man, almost 99.95% of the time. Gangsters never find a way to get out. It's actually probably the reverse. It might even be maybe a little bit lower numbers. Maybe the chances are a little bit lower. But why can't we get the story where the guy does become a restaurant owner and gets his shit together and be and he's a great fucking father? Why can't we get that? Why why can't that story be played out? It feels like the same fucking tale has been regurgitated a million fucking times in black and Hispanic in, in, in Hispanic cinema. Now, on my block is kind of like a mixture, but why couldn't Spooky go to Portland? Why couldn't Sean become a record producer or start working in the record business or something like that? Why do we have to have that fucking story not be able to be played out? Why do we have to see the story end with the, that person dying? What is that teaching? Oh, well, the streets never forget, guys. Oh, we're just trying to build drama. What? Yo, can we see some shit with some hope in it? It feels like that's the cinema that we get all the time. The gangster doesn't always die. Spoiler fucking alert. The, the hitman doesn't always die. Sometimes the hitman becomes a fucking great person in society. Might have killed 90 people, but he, you know, he got out. He got out of the game. There is a way out of the game. Why can't we do that? Why can't that be something that we all just, just see on film one time? This is society too. Because when they see this shit, they're like, oh, well, there's no way out of this. There is. There is. Get the fuck out of the situation. Some people don't have the, the means to move and get the fuck on with their life, but it it sucks watching it all the time. It, it's, it's the same fucking story. It feels like they copy and paste. All right, well, we're going to take Spooky out of this. We're going to put Sean in this situation. And then we're going to just say, all right, cool. We're going to, you know, with it, it's the same story. Why can't we just take a left instead of taking that right? Why is that Why is that hard to, to see on film? Because that doesn't create drama? Because that doesn't create a storyline? How the fuck does that not create a storyline? Now we got a whole nother mess of issues. Not everything has to end in fucking death like this. I, I just, it irritates me sometimes with these type of films. And it feels like hood films, most hood films are like this. Except for like, 
Even Boys in the Hood. I know everybody's like, what, what about Boys in the Hood? The football star dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry, my bad. Spoiler alert. I keep doing spoiler alerts right now. The football player dies. His brother goes to spend the block for him. The problem is, his, at the end of the story, his brother got was the one that got gunned down two years later because he was a gangster. What? He didn't get his life together after watching his brother get popped? What the fuck? He didn't get his life together? Kane couldn't get his life together? Kane was about to be out of the hood. Somehow he's getting killed. Hey, man, you Kane? Yeah. Bow. Why couldn't that end differently? Even Fruitville Station. No, that's a true story. And that's what was sad about Fruitville Station. Dude was in and out of trouble, this, that, and the third. Finally got his life together and gets killed by a cop. Why can't these stories... The reason why we continue to see these stories is because it plays out in real life. But the other end does too. We're just seeing an inordinate amount of motherfuckers that, you know, just are getting killed in these situations. And I got one more hood thing. No, no, oh, no I got one. And so that's, that's my, just my rant about that. All Americans actually a really good show, except the dude that plays Spencer. Why is he a wide receiver? He, you know who he's built like? He's actually built like Micah Parsons. If you watch him and Micah Parsons, they're kind of built alike. They actually seem like when they, if you see them both in pads, they look almost alike. How the fuck is that a wide receiver? He is not a wide receiver. In real life, actually, what's crazy is in real life, Spencer Paysinger is a linebacker. This dude's a star wide receiver slash, I think, safety. I think they had him playing safety or something. And actually, in real life, that's what he was, too, in, in high school. Like I guess we'll, we'll put that disclaimer out there, too. He was a wide receiver. I think he was a wide receiver linebacker. Um, and he played for Beverly High. I don't see, I didn't see any, uh, it's crazy watching this storyline, man. Like this dude doesn't like, it, he has to be the hero. Like, I, that's the only thing I don't like about the, like him, man. It's like, yo, bro, y- you ain't gotta be the hero every time. You ain't gotta be it, bro. I understand you, this guy's the protagonist, but he doesn't have to be the hero every time. This is CW show. That's the only downfall to the show. Like, man, you know, the hood's on my back, man. So I got to come back to Crenshaw. And no, nigga. Let others win, too. Be in the spotlight, too, of saving Crenshaw. Y'all ain't got to do this news that end all be all to what happens to South Crenshaw High. That's I'm on season three. Sorry, my bad. Uh, spoiler. And uh, yeah, so spoiler. Uh, my bad. It's just just playing spoilers all the way around i'm only on episode three i got to episode three of uh, all american right now tay diggs you know hey he's he's killing it in his role by the way like he he's definitely like yeah this is brown sugar tay diggs no it's not no it's not it's not Uh, actually brown sugar yeah well he was kind of comedic in there too there's a little bit of comedy in there I, i like he's actually always been a very good actor in my opinion i know some of you might be fucking haters but I think he's always been a good actor, like um, Best Man. He was in Best Man, um, you know, where he's, you know. But why is he always playing the guy? Why does he always play the guy that either cheats on his wife or 
he's the guy that the wife cheats on her, her husband with. It's always been weird. That's always been one weird thing from weird thing about his acting. Like it seems like he's been like typecast to being like the the side dude or having a side chick. Does anybody else notice that? No. Okay. Cool. Maybe it's just me. But um, all all around, man, it's a great show. Uh, I definitely advise anybody to watch it. I got one more gripe, and this is for sports fucking TV shows and movies because I watched Boogie. Um, the, uh, the Asian dude, the Chinese guy, right? Yeah, he's Chinese, uh, Chinese guy playing basketball, trying to get to the NBA. Um, he went to some prep school so he could get more NBA exposure or no, get more college exposure, um, and stuff. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, a actually kind of like a hood movie. Uh, I think it was the only movie that Pop Smoke did too. Um, here's my legitimate gripe with sports movies. Can y'all get people that actually knows how to play the fucking sport. Just asking. This is asking for an athlete. This is this is me as an athlete. Can y'all actually make it look like they played the sport? Like, just a little bit. I know there's like, you gotta do some trickery to make sure that it looks right on screen. But I'm sitting here watching, guys. I'm watching certain people throw footballs. Like, I'm sorry, old boy from BMF that plays the uh, court, who comes in as the quarterback two who plays uh terry he plays terry flannery uh i think his name is da vinci um and also the son of um of billy baker on all american <sighs> the only one that looked like they actually might have played football in this whole entire show is the dude that plays asher it's crazy right y'all gonna say y'all gonna think i'm an asshole but the dude that plays asher he actually looked like a Wes Welker type player. He looked like he actually played wide receiver at some point. And he looks like, like I said, Wes Welker. Sorry, might sound racist, but he's a Patriots wide receiver. That's what we're just going to do. That's what, you know what? I'm not even going to say the racist thing. He looks like a Patriot wide receiver. You can take that as the way you want. It was like Danny Amendola, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. What do they all have in common? I don't know. Just, just possession, great possession wide receivers. Wayne Corbett. Um... But he's the only one in the whole entire show that looks like he actually played football. Everyone else that they either brought in or just shown, like even the, like the main guy, Spencer, the guy that plays Spencer James, he is not, he just doesn't look like a football player. He's in, actually, no, he looks like he's in the wrong position. That's not his position. Like wide receiver, he looks nothing like one. He, he looks like a linebacker. I will say that. He does look like a linebacker. He ain't look nothing like a wide receiver. Nothing. And Michael Parsons played running back. He looks like a running back. I will say that. Michael Parsons was a running back. But this dude right here, every time he catches the ball, it just looks like he looks stiff. It's really stiff. You know, and then I watched Boogie. Is Right, it was Boogie. I think it's called Boogie. I watched that actually on a plane going to Maryland. And I was watching, I was just like, yo, none of these people on this court look like they know how to play basketball. Like, Pop Smoke looked like he's a tall guy, but basketball wasn't in his cards. Rapping was. Rest in peace, by the way. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. But rapping was in his, it was in his blood. That was his blood. But when he plays basketball, he's just another tall dude. That just unathletic tall dude. Couldn't shoot, couldn't do. He just looked like like 
they were like, yeah, this is the number one player in the country. He was? Yo, can I turn back the clock to be 18? First of all, I don't know how old Pop Smoke was. The, none of these people here on this show, on this movie, did not look 18. First of all, I don't I don't care. 18-year-olds have been looked like 18-year-olds, and I don't know what that even means. But I was just like, these dudes are 30 years old playing 18-year-olds um, for basketball. And I'm watching everyone on the on the movie. I'm just like, none of you know how to play. None of you are good. At all. At all. I, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully. Yes, I am. I'm kind of saying disrespectfully. But <laughs> it's just like, I wish these sports shows and movies actually have these dudes have like, like maybe even training sessions or something. Make them look like the part. Make them look the part. It's cool you wear the jersey and everything like that, but do you actually play the sport? Can you actually play the sport? Can you actually throw a football? I lose a lot of respect when I see people throw. I, I don't know why, but I lose a lot of respect for them. Like I'm sitting here watching. I watched uh, Supernatural, and they showed Bobby throw the ball, and I and like this dude before I seen him throw the ball. This guy's a fucking it threw a baseball. He. He was a badass. He was, a, you know, he's a, you know, a demon killing, blah, blah, blah. He was killing all the supernatural beings. He was a killer. That's all he was. And he did big things like this. But when I seen him throw that baseball, I lost all respect in the fucking world after I seen him throw the ball. And I'm sitting here watching these sports shows and I'm like, y'all couldn't do something about this? Like, I can see it. And I... You know what I mean? I'm not a pro athlete. I'm not that. I'm a monster. Don't get it twisted. Put me on the football field. Andrew Cruz can toss the ball maybe a little bit. Maybe a little 50 yard. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 60. You know, I can put it I can put it on, on a string. You know? Let's just say, you know, I'm not saying I have a hand cannon, but I have a hand cannon. You know, I, I got, like, you know, it's just what I do, you know? Like, if you put me on a tennis court. Yeah. And that that's another thing that pisses me off, too. When I watch certain people play tennis on on video on um on uh on movies and shit, it really really infuriates me. Watching people play tennis, basketball, and football, baseball baseball is kind of easy to kind of bullshit on on F, like on a movie tip. Baseball is kind of a good one you can bullshit on. Not a lot, but you can bullshit and like make it look like the person maybe played baseball a little bit, but. Football, basketball, even tennis, when you got them do movements and stuff and certain things that just don't fucking add up. Like, one of the ones is um, the, the son, Jordan, Baker. The father told him, yo, I need you to throw this ball inside the trash can so we can um, so we can get out of here. First of all, the shot was poorly done. Poorly cut. It was poorly cut. First of all, the throw was about 30 yards. And you had to put it in the bucket. Okay, cool. That, that's a pretty hard. It, it's a pretty. It's actually not a hard. Not the hardest throw, but it's a, it's a pretty tough throw. The way he threw it, the ball went f maybe another twenty yards. Not, maybe it wasn't even thirty yards. It might have been fifteen. So if it's fifteen yards, the ball at least went twenty yards over the bucket. And then when they cut to it, they cut it to the ball going into the bucket. The ball was still in the air passing the bucket when it was shot the first time. 
and they cut it to where the ball goes into the bucket. I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, um, or am I going to have to say this or will anybody else? Like, that was some bullshit. Now, now, y'all tried to do trickery right there, but I synced it. I synced it with my eyes. I synced that shit. You know what I'm saying? I synced it. You know, and I think that, in my opinion, um, this could be done better. That's the only, that's the only gripes I have with this show. Is that Spencer has to be the hero. The sport, like when they play football, is the absolute worst shit I watched in my life. Um, the dude that plays for Westlake that's number 22, I want to punch him in the face in the worst way possible. I do not like that motherfucker. I don't know why. It's his face. It's his face and the way he talks. It's kind of like that, that cocky face that you shouldn't be cocky, but you are for some fucking reason. And I just want to... Ah! And the dude that plays uh, Cameron definitely never played football before in his life. Definitely never played football before in his life. You can tell. Like, some of these guys are big as shit and muscular and got in shape for this role. The only one, like I said, the only one I say that looks like he actually could play is Asher. And that's where I'm at with it. So, um, damn, I almost did this for 30 minutes talking shit. Uh, but, um, I'm trying to get through season three right now on um, the girl that plays, um, that plays Coop. We all need a Coop in our lives. Somebody that's going to keep it real with us, who is a real fucking person, uh, real as shit, you know, that keeps it real with us and tells us how it is. And somebody that you can tell how it is, you know, maybe they listen, maybe they don't, you know, but they, but they give a fuck about you. And I love that she has been, I, I love that. They made her <clears throat> seem like a really realistic person. Like some of these gangs, some of the people that are in gangs and stuff like that, some of y'all ain't built for this shit. Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. Some of you just ain't built for it. It's, it, it's just what it is. It, I'm not built for it. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell the truth. All right, but hey, 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 these hands, these hands are lethal. You know what I'm saying? These hands can do some fucking things. But. Some people just aren't built to be gangsters. Some people aren't built to be Bloods, Crips, or anything else. Maybe they're just built to make music. Tell their story. Live vicariously through gangsters. That's probably what some people are. And that's what Coop should have been. But Coop is a great fucking person. It, like, you can just tell she's a great person. And, she, you know, she doesn't live her life. Like, I don't have the fuck. Hold on. How don't you know your daughter's gay? Like, like I'm trying to figure out how don't you know your daughter's gay? She she dresses like a dude. She cuts her hair like one. She only really is best friends with a guy. And the way she kind of looked, and her and the girl Patience, they were in the same church together. How don't you know? How don't you know your daughter's gay? How don't you know? You work in the choir close to Patience, and your daughter. Is giving those eyes like, hey, what's up, girl? Sock, girl. Sock. Sock. What you doing tomorrow? All right. Okay. All right. All right. Also, the also Patience. Um, she was on Queen of the South for six episodes. Um Yeah. 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 That's almost yeah. Also, one more thing. Can they not find any girl that's like thick woman like out there? Like, I mean, I know this is like fucking I know this is a CW show and it's supposed to be like geared towards a certain, you know, demographic, but y'all can't find, like, one person that was a little thick? 
I think uh, also one more thing too. Um, Olivia. Um, greater than Layla in every fucking way. Sorry, just gonna put it out there. Love Olivia's character. Um, I, I love that who you know. I love the the actress that plays her. She's playing the shit out that role. You know, a former um drug addict that's you know going through rehab, trying to help and save the world through all all of it. You know, it, I I think I it's a very I would definitely um that's like the only one. It, well, it's impatience. Um, this is what I'm saying. You know, you know, saying. Hold on, let me keep my eyebrows right. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, all right, okay. You know, what I'm saying that's just what we can do right there. All right, sorry. Uh, but nah, ba- like I, I definitely um. Y'all couldn't find anybody like with just a little meat on their bones, maybe a little ass, you know, something. I don't, I don't know. You couldn't find no one that lived in South Fucking Central. That lived in Beverly Hills, maybe I, I don't give a fuck if it's fake. Just, just give me something. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here watching. I'm just like, excuse me. Like, you want really? Okay, cool. All right. Hey, look, listen. Do you, baby? Do you, boo boo? No, nah, but um, like I said, man, I I think it's a great show. Um, very well written. Um, well acted. Possibly not. Not the greatest acting jobs, but. You know, we're there. You know, you, you gotta take the you gotta take the good and with the gander. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, but um, definitely um, hope you guys go check it out. It's on CW. Well, really, it's on Netflix. That's where I'm watching it right now. Binge watching it right now. All right, so this is what we're gonna do. Here's the plan. Today is today. You know, we we did this episode today. Cool. Tomorrow, I'm gonna try to have an episode. Um, I'm gonna try to watch. Uh, no, maybe not tomorrow. Uh, depend on. Right, well, depending on what happens, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna do a lot, like a little bit more sci-fi stuff, like Dune, and uh, well, I'll do that Friday. You know what? I'll do that on Friday, either Friday or Saturday. But because Eternals come out, and so does Dune, and so I kind of want to watch both of them. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Then I might do sports. Yeah, we might do sports. Probably, probably do a little bit sporty stuff, some uh, anime stuff, you know, things like that. So that's what we're gonna do. Also, I need to watch um, uh, My Hero Academia's movie too that came out. So uh, that that's where we're at right now. Um, this weekend, what comes out? Dexter comes back, back for blood. Yeah, yeah. So we coming back with our favorite serial killer, Dexter, uh, Dexter Morgan. Uh, so I can't wait to go watch. I can't wait for it to come back because they surely left the show on a very sour note. It was not the greatest ending, but we all, I think we all knew that at some point Dexter was coming back. Just, I didn't know it was coming back so soon now. Shit, man. Uh, next week. I mean, this weekend, that's going to be crazy. Um, I'll probably, you know what? I might talk about BMF, um, a little bit tomorrow. I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be up for grabs. We'll see. But definitely want to do some sci-fi stuff very soon. So I want to say, man, hey, guys, thank you. Welcome back to the Cruising Podcast. Um, Welcome back to the neighborhood. You and my neighbors. Hey, neighbors. Hi, neighbors. Uh, With that, I want to say, man, I love you guys. Where you can find the Cruising Podcast one more time. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates of the show is at Cruising Podcast on Instagram. Also on Twitter at Nightstown Finest. And also, if you want us to watch some very great video game content, you can go to twitch.tv slash Nightstown underscore Finest 27. Come watch, 
um, if you get a chance, please watch the ads because that really fucking helps. And you know, you know, change. Um, but yeah, with that, I want to say I love you guys, man. Stay safe out there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Deuces.